You're listening to The Sourced Property Podcast with Stephen Moss and Chris Kirkwood. Hello and welcome to another Sourced Property Podcast. Now this week we're going to get straight into the news and in some of the previous podcasts we've talked about uh, how Zoopla was going to mean the end of the high street agent. Well, this week we're going to turn it around. We're going to talk about a high street agent that is expanding through acquisitions and the headline that we read was uh, leaders the, the high street agent is going to add 400 strong lettings portfolio and this is the interesting bit with its sixth acquisition of 2018 so we've been quite down on high street agents in the past this is obviously really really good news for a high street agent what do you read into this steve no i completely agree i think uh, 2018 is very much like 2019 and it is the year of the acquisition. There are so many larger agents that are taking advantage of tighter margins, tougher conditions, licensing, changes in the uh, the regulations that they're adding and adding and adding. You, you only have to look at the market. I think it was the Yorkshire agency, Lindley, Sim- Limps- Lindley Simpson. Oh, I can't say that one, Lindley Simpson. There you go. There you go. Uh, third time lucky, well third done. Third time lucky, yeah. That's one out of the way today. They've already had funding of 10 million pounds for acquisitions. So. Some guys taking this very, very seriously and they're constantly on the hunt for more. So going back to what we talked about before with Zoopla starting acquiring properties and then selling them and making a small margin, which was going to really, really damage high street agents. The high street agents are looking at where the market is going. And could you see this is a sign of they're going for scale now. They're going for sheer scale in order to lower their margins and still have a place in the market. I think a lot of this, to be honest, if you look at the actual headlines and, and what we've looked at over the last week and compared the stories it's all about acquisition for lettings it's all about managed properties because that's the obviously residual income that helps and supports these businesses so they're protecting their market share they're also bringing in more income on a regular basis which is going to help steady the ship in tougher markets you don't read many stories in terms of when agents have bought out either sole selling companies or bought a business because the strong in the selling market and that's a reflection on currently the sales market is a little bit tougher so yeah it's, it's more focused on lettings and the portfolio great thanks steve thank you and now onto the main part of the podcast now we're a sourcing business we train our franchisees to source all kinds of property for investors and so the main thing that they do the most important thing that they do is sourcing and that's what we're going to make this podcast about now it's a huge huge topic so we're going to split it over the next three podcasts that we do and this week we're going to talk about online sourcing let's have a bit of background first how long have you been sourcing online for Uh, for women or for property well let's keep this to property Property, and we'll talk about the women's side afterwards okay 15 years property side (laughs) okay and just for everyone's going to want to know now and the women's side all my life. Excellent. <laughs> I hope she doesn't hear this one. <laughs> so online online property sourcing, it's changed and it changes all the time because obviously the way that property portals search for properties or the functionality that you have in them changes week by week. So let's take a historic look at it first of all. What have you found to be the most effective ways of sourcing online so far? You find that over the past five years typically, as more and more information has been released to the public sector and become open source, these portals and websites are becoming more and more clever. So it was only a couple of years ago that the EPC register was made public and open source. And suddenly, fantastic, we've got information then about square footage of properties, conditions, ratings, um, lots of more information 
than we previously had available. Previously, we were very re reliant on what the agents put onto the portal. And let's be honest, the agents were busy or you know trying to tie up sales, doing viewings, etc. So it was always quite often minimal amount of information that was put online. Now with these plugins and further information, land registry data, we're able to look at so much more information and it helps property sourcing. It reduces the time scale to A, identify, and B, make a decision whether it's going to fit into what you're looking for strategy-wise. And that's a good point that you make, that on the EPC register you get the square footage. And that reminds me that you know, when you're sourcing online, there is such a vast array of information out there that it depends on what you're looking for as to where you'll go online. Whereas I guess a, a while ago, you might have pretty much gone to Rightmove or Zoopla and you, you were fairly limited for other choices. There's so much information everywhere that if you were looking for commercial conversions, you'd probably look in a place that's completely different to if you're look, looking for a buy, refurb and sell. So you'd be looking in completely different places. So let's talk about the two big ones first. Let's talk about Rightmove and Zoopla. And there, Rightmove, especially in the last, what, two months, has added a, a keyword functionality, which has completely changed the game in the way that we tell people to source. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Rightmove and Zoopla haven't always been a property investor's best friend, let's be honest, because first of all, everybody can see it. It makes it very easy for competition in the property sourcing sector. Secondly, as well, it's always been difficult to identify the good opportunities. I found myself uh, in the past you know, sliding through on the iPad, missing opportunities because there's so many that you're looking at. And with the introduction, particularly on Rightmove, Zoopla have had this function for a while, but Rightmove obviously having more stock of the keywords, it changes and it's all down to the strategy. You've got to understand what strategy you're looking for, in what territory, what area, and then apply the keywords to match that to reduce the amount of properties that, that come up in the results. On the back of that, you can then obviously follow it through to say, okay, does this fit? Does this fit my criteria? And take it a bit further. But the key bit is starting off with Rightmove Zoopla, bringing up the keywords. So here's, here's a really good example how we use it and how we teach. If you're looking for title splits, and we've talked about title splits in the past where you can make an awful lot of money from them. One really good tip on Rightmove to find title splits is to type in your location, go through to the listings page, and then go into types of properties, select the houses. So I think on Rightmove from memory, they've got detached, semi-detached and terraced and then go into the keywords and in the keywords write flats or apartments and do two separate searches, one for flats, one for apartments. Now that would typically bring up a list of properties that have flats within them so they've already been converted into flats which gives you a great great opportunity to find title splits and we've found some absolute gems by doing that. That is a great tip but also just using the keywords on their own you can search for things like uh, auction properties. You can search for properties that are HMOs already. Uh, you can search for uh, something that needs a refurb. It might have uh, investment in there. Or a really good one that I found in the past is corner. If you put down that, a prop that you're going to search for a property that's on a corner plot, you might have the opportunity to build something in, in the back garden. So the keywords for Rightmove are absolutely fantastic. One other thing I'd say about Rightmove as well, Chris, is we talked in the past about some of the tools that we use and our franchisees use to source property. One of the best tools we use is propertydata.co.uk. Property data gives you some fantastic information in terms of the potential HMO room let price, the square footage cost, you know, the average sale price, the growth, lots and lots of really good information. And they've recently released a plugin for Rightmove and Zoopla, I'm pretty sure, in which uh, when you're searching on a property, you bring up the property details on one side, it's got all the right move information, and on the left hand, on the right hand side, sorry, it's got um, property data information as well. So it's telling you all the statistics from an investment point of view 
about that property and that saves so much time and headache. So one of the things that a lot of people do when they first start to get into property sourcing and they're looking through Rightmove and Zoopla is that they'll select their area then they'll just start scrolling through and now that's I can understand why you would start off doing that but very quickly you'll find that you're looking at the same properties again and again and again and it's not a very efficient way to search. So something that we teach people to do is set up a daily email from one of the portals that brings you all the new properties that are coming to the market. So because it only shows you the new properties, it means that you're only going to look at each property once, which makes your sourcing much, much more effective. And you can also, if you're in an area where you might want to search in two separate areas, but there's a gap in between, you can also use the map functionality and then create the daily alert email from that. So your sourcing immediately becomes a lot more effective. So now moving on to things that other sources of online that aren't Rightmove and aren't Zoopla, commercial agents. Now, when I first was uh, shown this, I immediately thought, you know, commercial agents would all be on Rightmove and Zoopla. Why wouldn't they be? You know, Rightmove's got its own space for commercial that lists commercial. So a lot of commercial agents aren't, are they? No, absolutely. I mean, when we do our training, we have a list of, I think it's about over 30 national companies, commercial companies that deal with all kinds of really good mixed use properties, rundown properties, and they don't advertise on Rightmove or Zoopla or any of the major portals. They only promote on their own portals, which is fantastic for us because we're finding stuff that other sources, other people aren't aware of. So we're actually often finding things as well that have been on the market for six months. So not only is it a fantastic opportunity or a fantastic conversion, it's something that we can negotiate on because it's been on the market for a long time. And just like with the examples of the keywords that we gave you earlier, we're going to give you the names of these companies that we came up with. So producer M is going to put them in the show notes so you can read them afterwards. So there's another website that you've used in the past, Renovate Me. Yeah, Renovate Me, again, a really good type of portal if your strategy is for renovations. Very, very simple tool, you can go on and properties uploaded that are in need of renovation or a value can be added to them through extensions or conversions. Yeah, great little search functionality. It's got you know a good mixture uh, across the UK, so definitely worth checking out. Where's that data collected from? How come only properties that need renovation are, are listed on that website? Renovate Me works in a couple of ways. It takes uploads directly from people looking to sell those types of properties, and it also takes uploads from agents, but with keywords um, that need renovation, etc. So. Okay. Uh, there are other ways that you can find. So it's sort of using the keyword search that we were talking about early. Earlier. It is, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Interesting, and that's how effective that is. Another option for online sourcing would be the HMO register. So obviously, you know that that's a that's a register of HMOs. It's about to get a lot bigger as the regulations on HMOs changed in October two thousand and eighteen. So that's a list of of HMOs that you never know the condition they're in. You never know what the owner is thinking. You know that they're investment properties and they're already making money. So there might well be an option there for you to solve a problem that that landlord has if they have one. But that HMO register should be available online. Yeah, another one as well, Chris, I'd say, confident we've mentioned this in the past, but it's a tool that we use. I think it's absolutely amazing for online. If your strategy is to develop or extend on properties and make value there, let's be honest, some areas in the UK, it's tough to find cheap renovations. It's tough to find HMOs. It might be an area that's flooded. So you might have more benefits by looking at properties that have large gardens to the side, large gardens to the rear. You can either extend or develop properties at the back of them. One of the best tools I can recommend is landinsight.io. So landinsight has this fantastic mapping system in which when you do a search in your area, it comes up with the area, but it shows every property and the title plan that they sit in. You can actually click on a property and it'll tell you who owns it, 
if planning permission has been submitted, planning permission in and around the area, what applications are underway, what's been agreed already, what's not been agreed. So it gives you lots and lots of really good, insightful information. So that's one of the tools that we recommend uh, and our guys use to find opportunities. You know those sort of ones where you see a house and it's on the corner, yeah, it's got a big plot of land on the, co- on the edge of it. Um, really, really good opportunities there. There's a huge amount of data in one place on Land Insight. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. And it, it can be expensive, but if you're going to do it, if this is the kind of thing that you're going to focus on, it's really, really good. So another way that you can find properties online would be through auction sites. So you know that auction sites try to get as much attention as possible on properties building up to an auction. So they're going to advertise them in their, in their listings online. Now, when you see a property listed in an auction or on, on an auction site, There's no reason that you have to wait for the auction in order to make an offer on that property. If you go and do your due diligence, if you read the legal pack, if you're confident that that property is something that you want to go for before the auction, there's no reason that you can't make an offer. If you make an offer before the auction or even after the auction, you're not bound by that 28-day buying process. That's completely at the seller's discretion. So you might be familiar with an auction that as soon as the hammer goes down, you've got 28 days to complete on that sale. Whereas if you make an offer and it's accepted beforehand or after, you're not bound by that 28 days. So you've got much more or much better chances of negotiating if you wanted to do something like exchange subject to planning, for instance. I just want to mention as well about the auctions. One of the things that's grown really, really heavily with auctions, and we're talking about online sourcing today as well, is the actual online auction companies. So companies like I Am Sold, They've gone huge, massively popular, and quite often they've got online auctions happening all the time in different areas. So it's definitely worth checking out sites like that to make sure that um, you're not missing any opportunities. And their rules are slightly different. You can, as you said, you can purchase a property there and then. You can have much longer to exchange complete. There are lots of different structures depending on who the auction company are and what the actual property is. So definitely worth checking those out as well. So also another great way to source property online is not just your major portals, but also looking at ways that you can actually contact and work with sellers directly. So there are a couple of different websites in which you can actually speak to or contact people looking to sell or people looking to rent properties. Now, even if they're looking to rent the property, if your strategy is rent to rent, then it's worth touching base with them. Alternatively, it might still be worth touching base with them to see if they still want to sell. So two sites that spring to mind straight away are Gumtree and Spare Room. So it's always worth setting up alerts or looking through in your local area, any contact details, any landlords there looking to sell properties because you quite often find these people have got portfolios and they might have a property that they've part renovated or they might have something that they're quite happy to get rid of uh, and they want to move on. One of the last things I wanted to mention about online sourcing is something we, we very recently this weekend have just gone, been to the Property Investment Show in London Excel. And one of the guys we were talking to was from Sprift. Sprift are a CRM system. So really nice piece of kit, looks really good, looks really smart for property investors. And one of the tools they've introduced is repossession alerts. So they actually alert you via email of a property that is potentially going to get repossessed so that you can step in to save the repossession, stop the repossession by contacting the seller and negotiating some kind of terms. Now for me, what a fantastic lead that is to have. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, that's brilliant. I've, I've seen other companies actually like Property Buyers UK who do exactly the same thing. They're, they're trying to generate leads for properties before they become repossessed. I also make sure that when I'm sourcing, I look for the online agents. Places like Purple Bricks, and you know, there's quite a few out there now, but if you go and do a viewing with somebody like Purple Bricks, you have the viewing usually with the, with the property owner. 
And, you know, when you're talking about building up a relationship, making an offer, especially if it's something that is a little bit more creative, if you're talking about lease options or if you're talking about exchanging subject to, it's really important that you build up that relationship and they have a level of trust with you. So that's something that I incorporate into my sourcing and I would recommend it to you. So in general, when you're putting all of this stuff together, it would be really, really easy and you hear about it all the time from people that are just starting up in sourcing, that they just get lost, that they fire up Rightmove, they fire up their computer, they open up Rightmove, and they just spend a day. And by the end of the day, they're sort of bleary-eyed, and they haven't really got anywhere. So when you're looking at all this stuff, you're going to overwhelm yourself with options. So it's really, really important to be organised. What is the plan that you have? And what is the strategy you're going for? And now when you're starting up, you might not know what that strategy is, but it's important that you've got that in mind when you're looking through Rightmove, when you're looking online and you identify your strategy as soon as you can. And your strategy isn't just dependent on what you want to do. It's about your area. It's about the opportunities that your area is giving you. And you need to focus in on what those opportunities are and really hone down your sourcing to be maybe three to five top strategies that are going to work for you. Yeah, I completely agree. I think one of the other issues as well, Chris, let's be honest, we've worked with a lot of people over the years in terms of people that come into sourcing and, you know, they've either done a course or they've read about something and, they, you know, they want to generate some cash from sourcing, which which is fantastic. But they go for sites worth, you know, 15, 20, 30 million pounds. And in reality, it's a huge waste of time because they're looking at stuff that they can't quantify how much, you know, the, the work's going to take, the time it takes, the structures that are going to have to be put in place. It's about being a bit more realistic and stepping back and saying, okay, that's where I want to build to, but the moment I need to hit these strategies because I know, and also knowing your buyers, knowing that in the market at the moment, HMO conversions are a hot topic. So if you can find HMO conversion leads and opportunities, you know you're going to generate buyers very quickly. And something else I would definitely recommend is to know what your next steps are going to be. So when you find a property, it's very tempting to just move on to finding another property. You know, if you find a property, work out whether it's going to stack up and then write down what your next steps are. What do you then have to do to progress with that property? Get that done and do as much as you can before you then go sourcing for your next one because you don't want to just end up with a huge collection of properties that you haven't actually taken any action on because let's say you've got 20, one out of 20 of those properties might work really well, but you've got to take those next steps before you know which one that's going to be. So that's online sourcing. Another important thing to remember is this shouldn't be done alone. We're gonna do two more podcasts on sourcing and all the sourcing is meant to be used together. So thanks for listening to the podcast and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Sourced Property Podcast. Visit sourced.co for free training videos and blogs. 